0: You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: Good evening, this is the Jim Jefferies Show. The internet went crazy this weekend after Game of Thrones fans noticed someone left a Starbucks coffee cup on the set. Yeah, you think you're all so smart. Well, question, why would the Seven Kingdoms be the only place where there's no Starbucks? You dumb internet trolls. You weren't there, and you're trolls is actually very popular in Westeros. They just don't let in Grey Worm to, to use the bathroom because you know he's he's, he's dickless and, <laughs> and he pisses everywhere because he doesn't doesn't have a dick. <laughs> anyway, let's get the show started. <laughs> And if you're looking for the perfect Mother's Day gift, look no further. Give mom the ultimate gift of self-discovery with an Ancestry gift subscription and a DNA kit. What better way to tell your mother you love her? Mum, spit in this tube. In a few weeks, you'll find out which one of your grandparents was having an affair. <laughs> Thanks to companies like Ancestry.com and 23andMe, more than 12 million people have taken genetic screening tests. So what's the appeal?
0: Many home genetics tests can also tell you what diseases or conditions you're predisposed to. They're great for finding out about who your ancestors were, where they were from, and for finding others who share the same genes. You can actually find out that you have relatives that you didn't know existed.
1: Yeah, relatives you didn't know existed are really good. It's, <laughs> it's, it's never something fun like, I just found out my great-great-grandfather invented Tic Tacs. It's, it's usually, I just discovered that my great-great-grandfather owned slaves who invented Tic Tacs. <laughs> but good news, I'm predisposed to dementia, so I won't even remember the details. <laughs> who wants a Tic Tac? <laughs> Discovering your heritage sounds great, but there's a lot to be skeptical about, because mail-order genetic screening isn't always what you'd call accurate.
0: I think it's misleading. These companies are really trying to push the idea that this is scientific. But know that you're just getting some information that is an approximation of how your DNA compares to other people.
1: These tests aren't just imprecise, sometimes they're flat out wrong. Companies have issued human results for dog DNA and even tap water. I I don't know what's more disturbing, finding out your German shepherd's related to Hitler or learning that your tap water is a Jew these two ever get along. (laughs) To find out, tune into the new sitcom H2O No! (laughs) This summer on Fox. The dog is voiced by Ray Romano. Oh no, I'm related to Hitler. Oh. But I'm thirsty and I want to drink water, but it's a Jew. These screening tests can also have big privacy issues.
0: If you agree to participate in research, you're not just allowing companies to trace your ancestry, you're allowing them to give your data to third parties. So are they selling our data?
1: Yes, period. This is your genetic code. You know someone somewhere is using that information to build human clones. Can can you imagine if there was an evil Jim Jeffries out there? (laughs) he'd probably tell everyone that I'm the evil clone and he's the real me. (laughs) Anyway, the the way to spot the fake Jim Jeffries is he's scared and naked and running around with rope burns on his hands and he's recently escaped from my basement. So if you see him, shoot him. Home genetic testing has turned race into a game show. It's a way to make people make themselves feel more exotic. But trying to be something you're not doesn't work out well for anyone. Like this police officer who learned he had a small amount of African heritage.
0: Brown shared the news with his brothers in blue. He claims he was publicly taunted, finding a black Santa Claus figurine marked 18% on a police station Christmas tree. (laughs) Brown and his lawyer now suing for half a million
1: dollars. And he won the settlement. So I don't want to hear anything more about discrimination in law enforcement. This proud black man, Mr. Brown, won his settlement against the police. So black people, I think we're even, right? But look, I wanted to at least give these services the benefit of the doubt. So I sent out my own sample to be tested and I, I, I just received the results here. Let's, let's take a look at this. Wait, wait a minute. This does not reflect my family history at all. Something, something something's wrong here. Look, look I'm just, I'm just going to call my parents very quickly and get to the bottom of this.
0: Jim, how nice of you to call.
1: Hi, hi Mum. Hi, Dad. You seem troubled, son. What's bothering you? I I got my genetic test screening back. Is is there something you want to tell me?
0: Well, Jim, the truth is-
1: The truth is I'm lactose intolerant. (laughs) Why didn't you say something? I've been shitting myself
0: for years. Yes. That's what we never told you. You worked so hard. We didn't want to place that burden on your shoulder.
1: Uh, I forgive you, I understand. But please, please, no more secrets from here on out.
0: That's a promise. Have fun with your comedy skits.
1: All right, bye, Mum, bye, Dad. Send my love to Uncle Raj. Goodbye,
0: son. Jesus, what an idiot.
1: Right, there you go. I'm glad they closed their computer. Last time they left it open and I had to watch and listen to them for hours. Until my battery ran out, and then I had to call them back. See you after the break. Welcome back. May is National Foster Care Month. I bet you didn't know that. It's okay, it doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes me a better person. (laughs) Now check out this. What if I told you that in America, 50% of the homeless population and 80% of prison inmates can be traced back to one source? No, it's not immigration. It's not Muslims. It's the foster care system. There are currently almost half a million kids living in foster care.
0: We're basically turning these kids into criminals by not providing them with the resources that they need. I don't think anybody has that vision in their future. Like, hey, I'm think I'm gonna be homeless.
1: Troubles with the foster care system remain largely unheard. But that's gonna change because everyone's heard of Ty Burrell. So I sat down with Ty to hear about his involvement with Kids in the Spotlight, a charity that teaches filmmaking to foster kids.
0: So what is your connection uh, to this charity? I teach an acting class and then I am honored to host the awards ceremony every year. Compared to everybody, I do very little. There are people uh, who are in the program day in and day out working with these kids to make sure that they feel, you know, really like they're being heard. Right. I just show up to be on television. Yeah,
1: but I'm, I'm doing even less.
0: <laughs> How do you relate to these kids? I got into this because my father was a social worker in the, in the foster care system. Most of these kids have been through stuff that I can't really imagine. I can relate on a very general note of I, I was very much a lost um, lost person in my, night, in my te- late teens and 20s.
1: I got into Shakespeare. Right, so, which is the name of crystal meth back in the day. <laughs>
0: And I went deep. <laughs> I was snorting Shakespeare, Shakespeare off gosh. of a toilet. Yeah, I've done that. Kids on the Spotlight says, do you have a story you want to make a film out of? It can be dark, and sometimes they are. It's therapeutic, it's empowering. It can be that, or it can be ridiculous
1: but is it little cruel to teach them about the most competitive industry in the yeah. world? Like, yeah. like, just a little bit? I'm going to comedy clubs every day going, going you shouldn't do this, yeah. now. Oh my God, you're so right. To see the program in action, Ty invited me to attend one of the acting
0: classes. We're gonna start with uh, just saying your first name in the mood you're feeling right now.
1: Ty. 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 Jim? I learned two things in Ty's class. First, I'm a shit actor. Second, these kids are amazing and I wanted to get to know them better. What's your favorite thing to do outside of school?
0: Well, I like anime, so I would like read or watch anime. I really love reading and watching TV shows.
1: It's the same as me except for the uh, reading.
0: (laughs) How can you not read?
1: Oh, I hate reading. Although you should read kids, it's very important. (laughs) These kids are friendly, funny, and they make me feel self-conscious that I can barely read, just like my writing staff. What is the one thing that you wish people understood better about kids who are in your situation?
0: That we're not all bad kids. Like we don't want your pity, we just want you to treat us the same. We're not aliens from a different planet, just because we were brought up different. They think that I might just like pop off and go off on someone or something like that. That's not the case, it's just, I
1: don't know. It's okay. After everything these sweet kids have been through, all they want is to stop being judged based on negative stereotypes.
0: When my father was alive and when he was working in that field, most, if not all, caseworkers, their deepest hope is to, for these kids to feel loved and to try to give them self-esteem and to help them to feel um, just validated. A bunch of kids that I have met are now in college, and that is way ahead of the odds.
1: Do you feel like it's as simple as if we just raised everyone's tax by 1%, could we fix it?
0: That went to
1: foster care. Went to foster care system, and then we would fix the homeless problem, and then a lot of the drug issues, and then the prison populations would drop. The ripple on effect would be substantial.
0: Yes. If you are a person who is wanting to give money to try to make the world better, Mm your investment dollar can't go further than the foster care system.
1: Foster care is a complicated issue. And as the federal government cuts funding, the number of kids entering foster care keeps going up, which means that programs like this are more important than ever. Plus these kids, now that they know how to make movies, might be able to help me someday. Uh, So will any of you ever hire me on anything?
0: There's (laughs) There's <laughs> got to
1: be some part where it just goes podgy pale Australian guy. If
0: you're still around and popular.
1: I'll still can. be around. Yeah. I may not be popular, but I'll be around.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, Ty Burrell, and these amazing kids for teaching me more about the foster system. Support kids in the spotlight's awesome work by donating to kitsinc.org. Check out our Twitter feed right now for more information about the organization. And please retweet it. For every retweet, the Jim Jeffries Show will donate $1 up to $10,000. Comedy Central will also match that donation. And because of the way these kids affected me, I will personally match that donation myself as well. So go to Jeffries Show on Twitter and retweet and help kids in the spotlight. We'll be right back. A program like Kids in the Spotlight gives foster kids a way to express themselves creatively. For some, it may be the only thing that allows them to make them feel like their voices are being heard. Whereas there are some children whose voices we hear way too f***ing much.
0: What was that sound? where did this come from? Uh, His channel is called Ryan's uh, Toys Review. His videos have racked up 26 billion views and that makes him today the highest paid YouTube star.
1: Sure, he's the highest paid YouTube star of today, but I believe he'll be in the most expensive rehab centre of tomorrow. (laughs) Yes, Ryan is what's called a kidfluencer, and they are the subject of our latest segment. Oh. <laughs> kidfluencers have enormous Instagram and YouTube followings, and their parents are often accused of just using them to make money. In Hollywood, child actors' earnings are protected by law, but kidfluencers aren't considered child actors. You don't need to be in the Screen Actors Guild to be an internet star. You just need a phone and an unemployed parent who once had dreams. (laughs) In fact, some parents are so invested in their kids' social media success that they take it to very dangerous, extreme levels.
0: They're the stars of a YouTube channel called Fantastic Adventures. Seven adopted children performing in videos that have collected more than 250 million views. But off camera, police in Maricopa, Arizona, say the kids were abused by their mother, Michelle Hackney. Investigators say the kids were pepper sprayed, forced to take ice baths, and locked in a closet for days without food, water, or access to a bathroom. Punished, the kids say, if they did not recall their lines.
1: Ice baths, pepper spray. These kids don't know how good they had it. When when I was a kid, we didn't have ice. We had to take hot baths. And I used to have to shake the pepper out of a pepper shaker like a idiot. What I would have done for some pepper spray. The pepper of the future. Many of these parents insist that their kids aren't being exploited. One mum of three Instagram famous kids told Wire Magazine if there are days they're not totally into it, then they don't have to be into it unless it's paid work. Then they have to be there. (laughs) We always have lollipops on those days. (laughs) Imagine paying off child labour with a lollipop. That's disgusting. (laughs) Thank you, Dada. The kidfluencer trend is already bad, but it's even worse when the whole point is being obnoxious. Little Tay is a nine-year-old who told me she's come here to Hollywood to pursue her dreams of being a social media star.
0: Now we be living in the hills. See that view? Y'all don't have that view. And I be holding your mama's ring.
1: The worst part is she's right. I, I don't have that. And give me my mama's rent back. She needs that. That's her rent. How did you get it? Little Tay racked up millions of followers and then her social media suddenly went dark until...
0: Well, now Tay is back on social media sharing an eerie message on her Instagram story saying, help me. We're going to look more into this story, but for now, click right up here to subscribe to our channel for all the latest on Lil Tay.
1: Wild stuff. We'll look into whether Lil Tay remains alive, but until then, don't forget to subscribe for the latest news on the mental health of your favorite kid (laughs) fluences. Sponsored by Lil Prozac for when those little sads just won't go away. There have been child stars forever, but the internet has made it so much worse. Can you imagine if YouTube existed in Shirley Temple's day? <laughs> Them little rascals ain't got shit on me! Animal crackers in my motherfucking soup, bitch! They're gonna name a drink after me. You're gonna know my name every time you pour syrup into a Sprite. I made out with Reagan! <laughs> Obviously, these kidfluencers wouldn't be acting like this if it wasn't for their parents. So, parents, stop putting your kids online, you f***ing lifes.
0: <laughs>
1: and parents who don't do that, stop letting your kids watch these videos. You're part of the problem. Look, I have no problem with talented kids being successful, but the Kid Influencer trend only celebrates consumerism and child exploitation. Just let kids be kids. Isn't that right? Kids still being held at a cage at a border detention facility who'll never see his parents again.
0: What up, KD nation I'm about to unbox the two crackers I get for dinner. Hit that subscribe, and maybe people will remember I'm here. <laughs>
1: He's been on our show four times. We'll be right back. That's our show. Before we go, I was watching Friends with my girlfriend last night and she was complaining that there are very few people of colour on the show. Well, I think I may have found out why.
0: You gave her a key to your apartment? Not just a key, I gave her the only key.
1: <laughs> Did anyone catch it? Computer enhanced. Joey's got a blackface mask at his home! The show has been in syndication forever. It's streaming on Netflix. And I'm the first person to notice this. <laughs> You'd think maybe one of the friends would have said something. Ross had a PhD in paleontology. You'd think he would have known better, but he said not a word. Even Chandler, Mr. Funny Guy, he never once took the opportunity to say, could you be any more (laughs) blackface? Seriously, what the are these things? In the Christmas episode, Joey decorated them. Maybe, maybe that's how the Italians get into the Christmas spirit. Hey, Merry Christmas! (laughs) I trimmed the trees, I hanged the mistletoe and draped the friggin' tinsel over the blackface. Gaga (laughs) ghoul. Well, you know what those people are like. This is, (laughs) this is pretty shocking. But everyone loves Friends, so I'm gonna forgive them. That's how good the show is. And it was the early 2000s, it was a different time. (laughs) Tune in next week when I discuss the Dharma and Greg episode where Dharma tries to impose Sharia law. <laughs> Dharma, did you cut your c <laughs> off? <laughs> I'm Jim Jefferies. I think we could all do better. Good night. <laughs>